Hey everyone, welcome to Experience Ministries Discipleship Podcast. I'm Dave Smuin, your host, and Angie, my lovely co-host, is with us today as well. Hi everyone. We are excited to share biblical principles to help us live our faith and glorify the Lord Jesus. This is episode 34. Is God birthing something in you during this season of your life? What does that even mean? It means maybe you've been praying about something for a long time. Maybe you've even received a prophetic word about something that hasn't come to pass. Sometimes it can be a burden that is stirring in us. Sometimes it happens when we're young and then we have a long season where we just wait. And while you're waiting, do not lose hope. Don't give up. Exactly. Because there's times when we're in that waiting season, but look out because God can birth something in you at the most unexpected time. I mean, there's seasons in life when we're not expecting God to do something. We're just kind of going about our business because maybe we've given up or we put that thing on the shelf and then suddenly he brings it about. Now, the reality is that when we're in that waiting season, sometimes we start thinking things like, I'm too old, or I'm too young, or I have this thing going on right now. It's or a bad I'm time. too busy. Or I'm too busy. Zachariah and Elizabeth were too old. Yes, they were. They were way past the childbearing years when suddenly... Gabriel appears to Zechariah and tells him, you're going to have a son and his name is going to be John. Can you imagine how he would have reacted? I mean, he's in the temple. Go back and read Luke chapter 1, 11 through verse like 20 and just get a picture of what's going on there because Zechariah is in the temple and suddenly here's this Gabriel, this archangel come to give him this message to tell him that, yeah, you've been praying this for years and years and years. Now that you're really old, God's going to bring it about. I mean, it was just way more than I think he could handle. I'm pretty sure he was not expecting that to happen when he went to work that day. Would any of us? No. So why don't we consider some of our favorite biblical characters? Mary was too young. Yeah, and Moses, he was all washed up, right? He killed somebody and went to hide in the desert. And Rahab? Rahab was a harlot. King David was just a shepherd boy. And the Apostle Paul, he was an enemy. What's your story? When God gives us a promise, a vision, or when he calls us to something, it may happen suddenly, or we may go into this waiting period, and that period may be prolonged because here's the reality. Sometimes that period is needed for us to grow and that thing to develop in us before it can come out of us. Because if it's not ready, you can't give birth to it. If the environment around you isn't ready, if it's not time, you can't give birth to that thing. But when it is time, you better be ready. And so that season that we have is really important for our development and the development of the world around us so that everybody can be ready for what God is about to do. So what does God 
called you to do? What promise has he given you? What burden has he put on your heart for this season of your life? Don't get discouraged. We're coming into a new year, and it's time to really seek the Lord and ask him, is it time for that to be fulfilled in me or through me? Think about Elizabeth. Elizabeth was a really old lady. And here she finds out she's going to have a baby. And she had to wait. Now, I can imagine what that would be like because I have given birth to five children. But to be Mm. that old, I'm sure that she was anxious. I'm sure that she was like, can we get this over with? That nine months was probably a really long wait for her. But that's what it took for that uh, promise to be fulfilled. That is what it took. So if you're in that waiting period, don't get discouraged, don't quit. And for goodness sake, don't take matters into your own hands like Abraham and Sarah did. They kind of just ran with it and that created a mess. We don't want that. What we want to do is hear what God wants for us to do and know the timing that he wants us to do it in and not get discouraged, but wait patiently for when he says, It's time. Let's go. When a woman gets pregnant, her body goes through all kinds of changes. Her hormones change. She becomes irritable. Well, yeah, sometimes her body changes. She has these weird cravings (laughs) in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. Her taste buds (laughs) change. There's so many things that change over that nine months. You know, that is so true. And, And when God is getting ready to birth something in us, we have changes too. We can become discontent with where we're at, but that doesn't mean we'd bail right then. It means that we understand that there's a birthing process going on here. And so if you're in that process, just realize that there's going to be a change, a season of change before that birthing takes place. So I want want us to read a couple verses here. Um, Angie, if you'll read us Luke chapter 1, verse 57... Now the time that Elizabeth should give birth was fulfilled, and she gave birth to a son. So Elizabeth gives birth to a son. Think about the stress of childbirth. Think about this. Elizabeth is an old woman. Will she be able to physically endure childbirth? Will she be able to handle the pain of childbirth? What's Zacharias thinking? He's thinking, my wife. I mean, it was already a little bit dangerous to give birth back then. There was a high mortality rate because of birth. But, I mean, just think about Zacharias and what he's thinking when she's getting ready to give birth. So this is an interesting topic because when we're talking about what God wants to do in us and through us, sometimes there is the birthing process that not only is there change leading up to it, But that initial birthing can be difficult. It can be very hard for us. So let's let's continue reading a couple verses. This is verse 58 through 66. Her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had magnified his mercy towards her, and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him Zacharias after the name of his father. His mother answered, Not so, but he will be called John. And they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by that name. They made signs to his father 
what he would call him. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they all marveled. His mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue freed, and he spoke, Blessing God. Fear came on all who lived around them, and all these sayings were talked about throughout all the hill country of Judea. All who heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? The hand of the Lord was with him. Now listen, giving birth to what God has called you to do or, or put inside of you can be difficult. It's not always easy, but we need to be prepared to endure whatever we've got to do to serve the Lord and fulfill his calling. Just think about what Jesus said. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. And so during that birthing process, you got to look forward to what God is doing and going to do and with the results of what's at, what that is going to be. That may be salvation. It may be people growing up in the Lord. It may be, you know, whatever God's called you to do. Look at the result of that. And that helps keep that joy in us so that we can keep moving forward with what he's called us to do. Now hear me for a second. Because there are always going to be people around you who want to control or, you know, take authority over the vision that God has given you, what he wants you to do. And that can be a little bit dangerous. And so we saw that in that, or heard that in that passage that you just read, Angie, yeah. when they asked, what's the boy's name? Elizabeth said, it's John. And they're like, nah, you don't even know what you're talking about. Let's talk, let's get the husband over here. And um, you can see that the people were trying to take some control over what was happening there. And so when Zacharias said, no, his name is John, things broke loose right there. But think about that in terms of what God is calling us to do. There are many times well-intentioned people in our lives. Sometimes they're family, sometimes they're friends, sometimes they're godly people, and they may even support us for a season in what we're doing, but they don't always have the vision. And so we, we can't look at them as bad people or that they're coming against us always. Sometimes they just don't understand. Other, they, they could mean well. They could mean well. Other times they want to have control. Some people are opportunists and some can be antagonists and want to keep you from fulfilling what God has called you to do. And so in this season, be aware that when you give birth to something, when you start moving forward in what God has called you to do, whether it's a prayer ministry or worship time or leading a Bible study or some bigger ministry, be aware that there are people who are going to try to control that, that are going to try to discourage you or get you to quit because they're not on board with it. But sometimes even the male, the, if I can say this, the well-meaning people will have an influence that maybe we shouldn't let them have. So here's the key. We need to hear what God is telling us to do. We need to have people around us who are supportive and believe in us and understand what God's called us to do. And then we need to move forward with that vision, what God's called us to do, and not waver when we know this is what he wants. Now, 
I'm not saying don't take wise counsel from godly people. That's important. But be aware that there are times when people will want to control or hinder or stop you from doing what God wants you to do. So that's the real key, that we hear and we obey the vision that God has given us. And in that, don't ever lose hope and don't give up. Yep, don't lose hope, don't give up, don't get discouraged when there is that season of waiting. Let me ask you something. Was Zacharias mutinous for nine months? Was that a punishment from God? Or was there something more to it? What do you think? Oh, I definitely think it. there was more to it. There was more to it. Yes, I think it was more about something he had to learn as well as uh, what other people could learn. I mean, I think there is an element about this that uh, maybe Zacharias should have had more faith. And so yeah, there is definitely an element there. But there's also more to it because you can see when he really stands on what God told him at the end there, then suddenly that's broken loose. And it was a witness. It was a, a confirmation for him and for Elizabeth. But it was also a witness to the people around them and to all of Judea. And so it's important that we understand that there are times when what we're going through isn't just about us. It's a witness for the people around us and sometimes what God is trying to do in them and in their lives. So here's the deal. We give birth. Yes. And out comes this beautiful vision, and we're starting to do what God's called us to do, and he's bringing all these wonderful things in play. And there's still work involved. There's still work involved. It's not over. The process is not over. And so, you know, this is about all we hear about Zacharias and Elizabeth. And we don't hear much more about John the Baptist until way later in life. But there's a certain reality here that for an elderly couple to raise a child, it's difficult. But think about raising this character. He was quite a guy. He ate locusts and, and honey and he wandered around the desert. He was a wild guy. I can imagine. Yeah, he, he was. As a child? <laughs> he was probably pretty rambunctious. Probably. And so sometimes I think that we let our guard down. We think, oh man, now that the thing's up and running or, or whatever is started, that it's going to be easy. And it's not always easy. Yeah. There's still work involved. There's still things for us to do. Yes. And just because it's hard in walking that out doesn't mean that it's not what God called you to. That's right. So look, this is the end of 2022 and we're coming into 2023 and I know this is a season when a lot of people really do start asking the Lord what what he has for them for the upcoming year and we'd set new goals and we have vision and things like that but I really want to just stress the importance of seeking the Lord and asking him what do you want for me this year? What do you want me to do this year? And when he gives you that vision, when things start coming about for to fulfill the promise that he's given you and you start giving birth to something, be prepared because there is work involved, but there's also a lot of joy involved because we get to partner with God and the Holy Spirit flows through us and touches people's lives and we get to watch him do so many amazing things. 
Yes, there are down times when it's a struggle and we get discouraged, but when you keep your eyes on the prize, that keeps you energized. So keep energized, keep seeking, and see what God is going to do in you and through you this year. I believe that God is going to do something incredible in our lives in 2023. I believe he's going to yeah. do something great in us. And if you're just looking looking at the circumstances around us or the price of gas or you know all of these negative things going on in the news, it's easy to get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. God has a plan. God's on the throne and he wants you and me to be part of what he's doing. He wants to partner with us. And so be prepared because you may be, again, thinking like, I'm too old or I'm too young or I'm too busy. But God may knock on your door and say, hey, it's time for that vision to come to pass. It's time for that prophetic word to be fulfilled in your life. It's time for you to step forward and accomplish one more thing or a dozen more things that I have for you. So be open, be ready, be prepared for what God wants to do in you and through you. Wouldn't you agree? Totally agree. There's no more peace. There's no greater peace than seeking after the vision that God's given you and, and, and resting in that. I mean, that's what we're doing. This is a whole new thing that we're doing here. And really, we're just trying to share our hearts with you because it's what God has put on us. And it's a birthing process doing this on video as well as the podcast. And you can see sometimes we're struggling a little bit. You know what? But praise God because he's birthing something. And so the challenge for you is this. Get in the game. Yes. We'll see you in 2023.